You're listening to the Morrowology Podcast. It's all about Morrow County, Ohio. Morrow County, Ohio is my home. I'm really glad I stayed till the end for this one. In the studio today is your hosts, Mike Wilson and Joey Powell. Mike Amos! Yo, sup? <laughs> wow. Just a little, uh, a little uh, less enthusiastic than I thought you might be there, good sir. Oh, is this better? That's hey, what's much up? better. That's much better. It's That's good to see you, better. Joe. How's it going? It's going. It's going. Okay. It's a dreary Monday. Tornado watches and and warnings in the area. Not necessarily warnings in our area, but down in Columbus, tornado warnings. And yes, it is February the twenty seventh. At uh, 6 p.m. when we're recording this. Yes, yes. And yes, we, uh, I literally just said tornado watches and warnings. And the temperature outside right now is about, what did I think? I think I saw about 48, 49 degrees. It was close to 50. Yeah, and we're talking tornadoes. Yes. Uh-huh. So, folks, you do not need to have the uh, you know warm weather like we see in the summer and stuff for that. And, uh, you know, March is coming right up, and that's going to be our next week here, Mr. Mike. And did you know that we talk about severe weather in March? Yes, we do, and we'll make sure that we have some uh, some folks on here to discuss that. Uh, maybe we, you. Well, it might be me. Okay. I don't know. If we can't find anybody, you know, our uh, our pay for that is, is rather low. Mike Vance is about the only one who's willing to work for nothing. Well, yes, and he does, he does a super job of that. And we will give him a raise twice what he made the last time he was on. I think that's pretty fair. Yeah. So um, let's see here. Mr. Mike, this looks like it might be something that you'll be interested in. On March 5th, which is this Saturday at 9 a.m., yoga at the ranch, at Groovy Plants Ranch, that is. On Sunday, That uh, <laughs> that's going to happen March 5th. Sunday, not Saturday. I think I said Saturday to begin with. You did. And it's at 9 a.m. And why do you think I would be interested in yoga? Um, I have no idea. Okay. <laughs> but actually, have you ever done yoga? I haven't. Now, now I've watched Yoga Bear on TV before. <sighs> hey, That's not at all. So I've actually tried yoga. They've got, so there's, um, I think on Hulu, you can find it on uh, Amazon prime uh the you know like you can watch videos and things and, and yoga comes in so many different flavors that's yogurt oh okay we're talking about yoga the exercise oh okay and uh you know sometimes it's like if my back starts hurting like if i feel like i pull a muscle there's some stretches you can do in yoga that'll help stretch the muscles out and help to relieve some of the pain it's actually kind of cool uh i'm not one of those that can do yoga every day though i'm not that uh not that savvy to do that or uh, committed, I guess. Even though my wife says I should be committed. Now, if you are a young Morrow County professional in the community, they are getting together in a group called the Morrow County Young Professionals Community on the let's see Monday, March 6th at 6 p.m. They're planning a networking and planning uh, meeting with a taco bar. And that's going to be at 5362 U.S. Highway 42 in Mount Gilead. And that is, uh, I think that's out past the sheriff's office, I think. 5362. I'm not 100% sure. Probably. 
Uh, so that's coming up right there. And uh, let's see, what else do we have here? Ooh, Groovy Plants Ranch. Again, doing it just right for us here. Lavender eucalyptus wreath. That's what you'll be making on Thursday, March 23rd at 6.30 p.m. at Groovy Plants Ranch. If you, uh, if you have any interest in plants at all, I don't care what it is, like them on Facebook, they are constantly putting stuff out there, Mike, of you know, cool succulent things, and we're going to talk about one here in a minute, uh, but they've got all kinds of fun things. I do believe you have to register or and or prepay for those uh, so that they can save you a spot. Now, you know, Groovy Plants Ranch is nationally recognized, so you'll want to get out there and get on their roster early. Go out there and check it out. It is really cool. I can spend a long time out there during the spring because there's just so much to see and so many cool plants. Northmore Local School District is having a family fun night on Friday, March 24th at 5 p.m. Then we have the Cardington Cafe having a craft night with Make It Yours on March 31st at 6 p.m. And that's going to be there at the Cardington Cafe. I believe you need to register there, but if you have not liked them, go ahead and like them. And they do have curbside pickup. Uh, so you can actually uh, order online, and they will bring it to you in the car. And I just saw they were going to be extending their hours on Facebook, or yeah, they shared it on Facebook. So they'll be sharing, they'll be uh, adding some hours there of operation. Now, talking the succulent plants there out at Groovy Plants Ranch on April the sixth is a Thursday at six thirty. They are going to be having their succulent wine planter. You can actually they. <laughs> They actually have wine bottles that they're going to cut so that you can use those as a planter for your succulents. Oh, okay. That could be cool. And then um, the Groovy Plants Ranch, I have another one for them. But, uh, you know, Earth Day is, uh, I believe it's the 22nd. Yeah, the 22nd of April. And that's at 1.30 p.m. It's a Saturday. They're having their Groovy Earth Day Magic. And there's a lot of cool things they've got scheduled there. And then if anyone is getting married in the year 2023 or 2024, you may want to go out and see our friends out at the Heritage Barn as they're having and hosting a wedding fair. And that is one of the few event centers that you have here in Morrow County. It is an actual barn that was utilized for farming years ago, and they've turned it into an event center. I've been I've seen some pictures and I've 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 been told by several that it is so cool uh, to get married in the barn um, and it's a good time and uh, that is our friends out there the um, out at the Heritage Barn and then we have Mount Gilead it, it's going to be warming up just enough here in May on the 16th and we'll share this again but Mount Gilead Pizza Hut will have their cruise and dines where they'll be bringing in some classic cars. And then it's not going to be too far off when our friends Steamtown Road will be back traveling around the county and sharing their musical talents. And Mike, I'm just going to share with you, I am working on getting a bluegrass band over at the Mar- uh, the Capitol Theater. Oh, wow. Yeah, that'll be kind of a cool thing. Yeah. And uh, I'm going to share this because I was at the fair board meeting the other night, and uh, they've got some really cool stuff they're talking about. And uh, Capitol Theater's working with them on a special project. Can't share too much about it right yet, but we will soon. July 3rd, it's a Monday, 7 p.m., 
They're having the tractor pulls down at the fairgrounds. And uh, on a clear July evening, you can hear the truck pulls for miles and miles. Yes, you can. Truck and tractor. Uh, Let's see here. And then September 1st, so that's going to be fair time. And yes, I'm already talking about September's fair. They're going to have the pools down there, truck and tractor, down at uh, the fairgrounds. That'll be, I believe that is the truck pool night, I believe. Uh, They didn't share that too much there, but... All kinds of good stuff coming out of the fair board, and there's Mike. There's just so much going on. Do you have anything? Uh, I do have one here. I found on um, uh, bringing sunshine to Morrow County. Um, Discover 4-H and OSU extension Sunday, Mar- uh, March fifth. Drop in any time between two and four p.m. at the Ag Credit Building. That's at uh, fifty three sixty two U.S. forty two Mount Gilead. Just a little south of the uh, fairgrounds there. And there's a lot going on. Small type. Hold on a second. (laughs) Uh, One thing is Discover 4-H with Becky Barker. I've had her on the radio before. Uh, Here's another topic. Who can join 4-H? If you can't make it, um, you can go online and see what to do if you can't make it. Uh, You can also Discover 4-H STEM. That's for the younger kids with Amanda Staley that day as well. Discover Family and Consumer Sciences with Candace um, Her, I believe. And Discover Agriculture and Natural Resources with Carrie Jagger. I know her as well. Uh, if you want more information, you can call the Extension Office at, got your pencil ready? 419-947-1070. So uh, that's coming up on... March 5th, Sunday. So keep that in mind, folks, especially if you have uh, children that uh, you think might be interested in getting into 4-H. That would be a good time to learn about it and to see what it takes to do so. And the folks at the Extension Office are very, very willing to help, and uh, they're friendly. So, um, you know, stop by Sunday afternoon. And, you know, we just actually were talking about getting Isaac set up to do uh, Clover Buds, Mike. Okay. So that's the kids that aren't exactly old enough to join yet, but, you know, they'll be doing their their thing there, trying to get that going. So just as a, an FYI, coming up here, the week of March 19th through the 25th is going to be Severe Weather Awareness Week, and that's kind of what I was talking about earlier with, uh, when we first started here. And on the 22nd, which is Wednesday at 9.50 a.m., that is when they will ring all the statewide tornado sirens, and they will ring it just like they would for a tornado. And uh, you can expect your schools and hospitals and nursing homes and other facilities to take place in that tornado drill and be prepared should something happen. And folks, the the time is now, and now is the perfect time to be preparing for severe weather because when it strikes, it strikes quickly. Just like back in June, I think that was what, June 13th, I believe, right? Of 2022, when the tornado came through, actually the two tornadoes, they think, uh, that uh, came through the county. Maybe one and it jumped and, and came back down, but it hit uh, just west of the village here, Mount Gilead, it went north towards Candlewood, and then went straight down towards, um, oh, Knox. Knox community down there in Knox County. So, um, you know, 
it it comes and it comes quickly. I remember waking up that morning, Mike, and I'm like, or that that late that evening, and I'm like, what is that sound? Because it got real quiet, and then all of a sudden it sounded like a freight train, and I am like, that that's kind of weird. So, well, the Humane Society will be having a um, a uh, low cost cat only spay and neuter clinic. Uh, that'll be on the 28th of this month in Marengo. If you want to register, registration will open Thursday, March 2nd. You can stop into the, uh, the Humane Society office to register during open hours on or after March 2nd, or you can postmark your mailed registration on March 2nd. So uh, there's a lot going on there. Again, that's March 28th, but you have to register ahead for that. There's a lot of those events that you do need to register ahead for, so make sure that you find that group if you're interested on Facebook and really, uh, you know, make sure you get that done because it is having lots of uh, uh, work in um, event planning. It's kind of nice to know about how many people to expect. Well, it helps a lot. Uh, Make sure you have enough of whatever or that you don't have too much of whatever. But here's something. uh, You were talking about things clear up in September. April 29th. Uh, Station 19, it'll be Firefest at the Mount Gilead uh, Fire Department. Uh, April 29th, 1 to 5 p.m., rain or shine, munis- one, muni- one municipal drive, Mount Gilead. Um, join us for our uh, second annual Firefest. Registration for the cruise in starts at 12.30 p.m. Uh, care must... Oh, my... Cars must be marked by 1 p.m. to be judged. All makes and models are welcome. There's a $20 registration day of the show. Awards for best of show and people's choice. So that's coming up April 29th. And here's a reminder, if you know a Girl Scout, Girl Scout cookies are being sold right now. Then They have been out in force. Uh, those are the local... Um, those are the local girls, or as some have been tagging them, dealers, cookie dealers. Um, and Angela got some cookies, and uh, Mike, they were fantastic. The Thin Mints, as usual, are just awesome. Oh, I, I like the dosy dos. That's my favorite. So, uh, just wanted to know, wanted to let you know, um, you know, once again, our our community has uh, suffered a loss. Um, Abby Carey, the uh, daughter of Matt Carey and Crystal Lawler. Um, she was in a, a terrible car accident a week ago Saturday, and um, she, you know, uh, was not able to survive those injuries. But, Mike, she did do one great thing before she passed, and that is she um, helped save five lives. And uh, she was an organ donor. And, you know, I don't know if anybody knows, but uh, her father... Matt was a fire chief, and uh, two year about two years ago, this well, about about this time, I think, um, received a new heart after uh, becoming uh, sick quickly and needing a new heart. So, um, you know, the gift of life is something that uh, you know we all sometimes can take for granted. So, if um, I do have one more, let's let's get this one on here. There's going to be a farmer share breakfast March 11th. At the um, Handlebar Ranch, out on County Road 76, and that'll be March 11th. Um, 
starting at 8 a.m., so keep that in mind. All right, and then coming up this weekend at the Capitol Theater in Mount Gilead is 80 for Brady, starring Lily Tomlin, Jane Fonda, Sally Field, and someone's going to kick me for not knowing the other name, but uh, these are five 80-year-old ladies who want to go see Tom Brady, who just turned 40, and I'm using air quotes, uh, in his what could be the last Super Bowl ever, and it sounds like the the trailers are hilarious, Mike, and the movie has now come in. We've gotten approval to show the movie, so that'll be this weekend only. This weekend only. So what is that? The fifth. That's the third, fourth, and fifth. So you got me be- all excited when you said Brady because I was thinking of uh, a man who had uh, three sons and a woman oh. had three daughters. Wrong Brady though, right? Wrong. <laughs> wah, wah. Oh well. Uh, so that is coming up this weekend, and then the following weekend we're going to have a movie called. The uh, Champions. It's a Woody Harrelson film, and it's supposed to be, um, you know, a rather uh, a, a good movie as well um, for the same crowd who might like this. Eighty for Brady, who might have liked uh, A Man Called Otto. That same kind of feel for movies as well. And then, uh, of course, you know, Mike, we have coming up some of the big Marvel movies this year, and the the Mario Brothers. Did you know Mario Brothers is coming back out? Oh, it is? Yes, and it's going to be animated this time. Okay. I can remember the Mario Brothers like in the early 90s, Mm -hmm. and uh, I think there's a Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles movie coming out this year, Um, and there's a Mm Spider-Man, Spideyverse animated movie this week. There's just a lot of movies. Lots of retro. Yeah, well, you know, Hollywood's out of original ideas, I I guess they are, yeah. So... Um, there's a lot of good movies that'll be coming back out. And, uh, right now, Mike, we do have a raffle going on. It's for a wine basket raffle that uh, was donated to us. And that money will go towards getting a new movie screen. We do not have a deadline on how many tickets or when we're going to shut that off and do the drawing for that basket. But we do have one more basket and someone, uh, just messaged us recently and said, Hey, would you like to, uh, would you accept a donation of another basket? Oh, really? From us, from our company, uh, to raffle off to help you with your screen. And uh, I just put out, so if anyone's listening and you have a business or you work at a business that uh, would like to do some local advertising or some folks that uh, maybe um, you want to do like a happy birthday or a happy anniversary, give us a call at 419-947-3455 419-947-3455 or email us at rexentertainmentllc at gmail.com. That is where you're going to find uh, the information. Or if you know me personally, hit me up. Uh, you know, we're giving, we had an opportunity, Mike, I wanted to share this and I, I think it's important to share. We had an opportunity to take pre-movie advertising with national brands. Yes. So like Starbucks and you know, peanut m or M&Ms and or, you know, whatever. And we decided to not do that and reserve our screen for only local businesses. That's great. Support our folks right here in the area in Morrow County. And you know, it's cheap. So we do a hundred bucks a month mm-hmm. to put your name up on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And uh, we've decided that if somebody say somebody wants to do a full year, if you pay for that year, We'll give you two months free, so we'll only charge you for oh, 10 wow. months. Okay, okay. Uh, because we understand what it's like to be a small business, and we want to help. 
We get it. We understand. And sometimes you need that, you know, that partnership. Um, if you want to do some advertising and you want to partner up with us at some point to do, you know, some good in the community, let us know. We're willing to do that. Uh, the movie theater is for rent for parties, $200 for a four-hour block of time. Also, you don't have to just watch movies. If you want to provide a lecture or uh, you want to rent it to do some uh education with some of your team your team or something and you don't have what about space. stand-up comedy uh mike you could rent the movie theater for stand-up comedy yes um you know the theater is we want it to be it's not just a movie theater it's an event house that's kind of the way we see it an event venue um we're working with mar little theater now to schedule their um miscast cabaret so it's basically a cabaret so singers, acts, whatever, but it's miscast. So you can only do stuff that you will never be cast for. So if it's a kid's song, you could sing it as an adult man because, well, you'll never be cast in a kid's role. <laughs> um, or if it's a, you know, um, uh, popular one, um, what is his name? Goodman. I can see him. Not Steven, his brother. His brother. What's yeah, his, his brother's brother. name? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, anyway, he sang popular from Wizard of Oz because he has um, Rodney. 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 Yep. That's it, yeah. He sang popular because he'll never be cast as, uh, I can't even think of who, who does it now because I was so focused on his... On him seeing popular, but it was hilarious. It was it was very well done. So I could do a rap song. You could do a rap song by Rihanna, Yeah. Yeah, I say Rihanna just because, you know, she's kind of the, the news right now, you know, the, for her Super Bowl halftime show, which, was, okay, I watched it. I wasn't interested in anything except for the platforms and how they raised and lowered them and brought <laughs> okay. them out. Like, that's the only thing because I'm like, oh, my. I did rec- I did see the safety cabling where they had her tied down, you know, like, so I did see that stuff, but that just blows my mind how they how they did that and of course they didn't show how they did that which upset me so all right mr mike do you have anything else i think that's all i have for the present time all right let's do it please put your hands inside of the vehicle keep them in there no legs heads hands whatever outside of the car until it comes to a complete stop put your trade tables up and let's go All right, Mr. Mike, I didn't play the ad because we're getting close to opening. Do we have a date yet? April, the first Sunday after Easter, I think it's April 15th. April, oh, tax day. Oh, yes, that's true. Yes. Well, it, well, that's a Sunday, so it would fall to the 16th, I think, is tax right. day. But oh, yes. The, yeah. And there are a lot of great new uh, displays in the history center. So your team has been working hard. Down they have there. been there all kinds of hours working on it, and uh, it's amazing what they've done. So please support your local historical society and stop in on a Sunday afternoon between two and four, starting April fifteenth, uh, to see the displays of our local history here in Morrow County. And I just want to brag and say that I have gotten to see the displays. Yes. I stopped in last week. It was, it was awesome. We had to swear him to secrecy, but uh, yes. Yes, I'm not allowed to talk about it. Yeah, but we'll talk about it shortly before. We need to get somebody on. We will. So. They, I already have volunteers. All right, so what are we going to talk about today? Well, we've talked about the Ohio Central College before. Yes. Uh, the Morrow County Sentinel in 1919 
um, had what was called Little Sketches of Morrow County History. And uh, this is an article from June 26th and continued on to July 3rd of 1919 in the Morrow County Sentinel. And it, uh, both articles are short, so I'm going to just uh, put them together today. And it's about the Ohio Central College. Do you remember what their most famous graduate was? Harding. Yes, President Warren G. Harding, who, of course, wasn't president at the time, but he did go to college in Iberia, Ohio. Here goes. Again, this is from June, June of 1919. The Ohio Central College was established at Iberia and flourished for a quarter of a century. Perhaps among its alumni, the most conspicuous to the public eye has been Warren G. Harding, a Morrow County native now serving in the United States Senate from Ohio. The institution came into existence because of a charter with college powers granted by the Ohio legislature to the uh, Synod of the Free Presbyterian Church of America in 1854. It was organized under the name of Iberia College and opened its doors to both sexes without distinction of race or color, the first president being Reverend George Gordon, whose anti-slavery views caused his arrest and imprisonment. We've talked about that in the past. Mm -hmm. From his incarceration in jail for his offense, he contracted disease from which he died. At the close of the war, the college, uh, at the close of the war, the college, the name of which had been changed to the Central Ohio College, had more students than did Ohio Wesleyan at Delaware. It was operated until financial difficulties embarrassed the Synod to the extent that they gave it up, and in 1877 it became a joint stock company. In the constitution of the new organization, the college was declared to be a positively Christian yet non-sectarian, and the board was composed of three representatives from the then-dominant churches in Iberia. Finally, the college property was taken over by the state, who converted the property into a working home for the blind, the principal industry of which was the manufacturer of brooms. The inmates were at no time very numerous, and the building finally burned. All that now remains of this Morrow County's only chartered educational institution are some very pleasant memories and a part of the old college building, which is now a part of Washington Township's centralized building in Iberia, which, by the way, at this point is is now gone too. Perhaps but little less than the prominence of the Ohio Central College at Iberia in the educational work of Morrow County was Hesper Mount Seminary in Peru Township. The... Uh, secular, secular, there's a word there that's smeared and I can't read it. Work of the erection of the building was begun in 1844, but not until 80, 1845 where they completed and occupied. Jesse S. and Cynthia Harkness were the inception of this grand institution, and they remained its energetic teachers and advocates throughout its career. The pressing need of such an institution gave it a remarkable impetus, and for the first 20 years, the longest vacation was one week, making an average of four terms of 12 weeks per annum. The health of Mr. Harkness failing, the academy was discontinued 
uh, for six years. Upon its resumption, the scholastic year was limited to three terms only. The attendance varied from 40 to 75 scholars. And what may be called the banner year, it averaged 109. The regulations were liberal and benevolent. Children, many of whom were admitted free to the privileges of the school, the benefits of a home, and Christian training, none of whom could claim the ties of relationship or affinity. The building stood on elevated ground nearly opposite the Friends Church, and it was generally known as the Quaker School. But Jesse Harkness and Cynthia Harkness were called, and Hesper Mount has also passed. May their reward be fitting to their sacrifices here in the wilderness. And again, this was from June and July of 1919 in the Morrow County Sentinel. Hmm. We had, it's hard to believe we had such institutions right here in Morrow County at one time. I know, and then you drive by the area and you would never know. You, you just wouldn't know what was there. Right, right. Hard to believe, hard, hard to imagine. So, Mike, on February 27th, 1827, a group of masked and costumed students danced through the streets of New Orleans, Louisiana, making the beginning of the city's famous Mardi Gras Gras celebrations. The celebration of Carnival, or the weeks between Twelfth Night on January 6th and Ash Wednesday, the beginning of the Christian period of Lent spread from Rome across Europe and later to the Americas, now in the United States is carnival celebrated <clears throat> as grandly as no I'm sorry nowhere in the United States is carnival uh, celebrated as grandly as in New Orleans famous for its over the top parades and parties for Mardi Gras or Fat Tuesday the last day of the carnival season Early French settlers brought the tradition of Mardi Gras to the US Gulf Coast at the end of the 17th century in fact in Mobile Alabama It celebrated its first carnival in 1703. However, Spanish governors later banned the celebrations. After the Louisiana uh, Territory became part of the United States in 1803, what else happened in 1803? Ohio became a state. Thank you. Let's tie all that together nicely. New Orleans uh, managed to convince the city council to lift the ban on wearing masks and partying in the streets. The city's new Mardi Gras tradition began in 1827 when the group of students, inspired by their experiences studying in Paris, donned masks and jester, con- uh, jester costumes and staged their own Fat Tuesday festivals. The parties grew more and more popular, and in 1833, a rich plantation owner named Bernard Xavier de Mar- Marginet? I <laughs> They Mandeville raised money to fund an official Mardi Gras celebration. After rowdy uh, revelers began to get violent during the 1850s, a secret society called the Mystic Crew of... (laughs) Man, I am... This is all French, and I'm not doing well on it today. Uh, Comet staged the first large-scale, well-organized Mardi Gras parade in 1857. Over time, hundreds of crews formed, building elaborate and colorful floats, 
For parades held over the two weeks leading up to Fat Tuesday, riders on the floats are usually local citizens who toss throws, and that's in quotation marks, at passersby, including metal coins, stuffed toys, and those now infamous strands of beads. Though many tourists mistakenly believe Bourbon Street and the historic French Quarter are the heart of the Mardi Gras festivities, none of the major party uh, parades have been allowed to enter the area since 1979 because of its narrow streets. In February 20, uh, 2006, New Orleans held its Mardi Gras celebrations despite the fact that Hurricane Katrina had devastated much of the city with massive flooding the previous August. Attendance was at only 60 to 70 percent of the 300 to 400,000 visitors who usually attend Mardi Gras. But the celebration marked an important step in recovery of the city, which counts on hospitality and tourism as its single largest industry. I thought that was pretty cool. Uh, Let's see. Effa Manley. Does that name ring any bells to you? No. Well, it might not because she was the first woman elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Oh. So on February 27th, 2006, baseball pioneer Effa Manley becomes the first woman elected to the Baseball Hall of Fame. Manley, who died in 1981, was co-owner of the Newark... New Jersey Eagles, a Negro League powerhouse, and a huge advocate for black ball players and civil rights causes. Uh, let's see here. 1864, on February 27th, the first Union inmates began arriving at Andersonville Prison, which was still under construction in southern Georgia. Andersonville became synonymous with death as nearly a quarter of its inmates died in captivity. Now, we do have a local link to that. There was one of the prisoners um, that was on the, uh, oh, I can't think of the name of the ship. There was a ship coming back from there with the prisoners after the war that uh, sank. And I do believe, oh, I can't believe I started telling this story. I can't remember the name. Uh, Somebody related, Ed Kemi, um, died, was drowned, uh, Sultana, Sultana? I think that was the name of the ship that was... We'll need to find out. That's kind of interesting if there's a it, local It is tie. an interesting um, story. I will, I will find out more. In, in 1936, Shirley Temple receives $50,000 per film. Shirley Temple receives a new contract from 20th Century Fox that will pay the seven-year-old star. Seven. Seven years old. She was making $50,000 per film. She was born in Santa Monica, California, California in 1928 and started appearing in a series of short films spoofing current movies. Um, let's see here. I Will Survive. What do you think of when I say that phrase? Uh, Gloria Gaynor and singing that song. Yep. So, with that being said, <laughs> I Will Survive wins its first and last Grammy ever awarded for the best disco recording oh really that was the first it's in my head right now that you've mentioned that thank you um let's see here oh in 1964 the italian government was asking for suggestions on how to fix the leaning tower of pizza not pizza as i thought it was when i was a kid um 1960 february 27th the united states beats Czechoslovakia to win its first ever Olympic gold medal in hockey. But prior to that, they beat what team? 
And this team had actually had actually met uh, won the last several. What, gold what year was that? Nineteen sixty. Was it Russia? It was well, Soviet Union at the Soviet time. Soviet Union, yes. Yeah. Yep, sure was. And then in nineteen ninety one, this one was kind of interesting to me. Video recreation was used in murder trial for the first time. Artie Mitchell is shot to death by his brother Jim in his Corte Madeira home, uh, California home. When police arrive, or when police responding to a 911 call by Artie's girlfriend arrived at the house, they found Jim wandering aimlessly outside carrying a rifle. Artie had been shot multiple times. Where'd that go? Uh, in the chest and head and was already dead. The Mitchell brothers had made a fortune in. Okay, we're not going to finish that story because <laughs> it goes into what they did. But um, the fact that it was 1991 when they started video recreation, and that was the first time that it had actually been accepted into the courtroom was is kind of cool. I thought. So, Mike, are we ready to fly back? Well, let's do it. Let's go. <laughs> Great job of sticking that landing, sir. Yeah. Yes, that was, uh, it was rough, but but we did fine. All right. Well, you know, it's that time of, uh, time of day for the, the time podcast. of day that everybody's looking forward to. Warning. Oh. Warning. Warning. Terrible, terrible puns ahead. Warning. Now, let's Warning. just say that it is official. Warning. I think a lot of people, especially Jamie Zeger, she loves this part of the podcast. This is like this is like Christmas morning to her every every episode. Is that what you call rolling your eyes? Well, that's what I'm calling it for her. I don't care what she calls it. Uh, you know, some people, I tell you, five-fourths of people admit that they're bad at fractions. Okay, moving on. Where's this cricket sound? Yeah, okay, go ahead. <laughs> when you ask a dad if he's all right, no, I'm half left. What, nothing on that one? <laughs> when you control the the keys, you get to do what you want, right? I guess you do. All right, I know you've got one. Go ahead. I got one? Yeah. <laughs> do one. Well, I once pulled a muscle as I was digging for gold. It was just a minor injury. <laughs> I thought it was a, a picking your nose injury. Oh. Digging for gold. Um, Let's see here. <laughs> Why was the big cat disqualified from the race? Uh, I don't know. Because it was a cheetah. <laughs> what did the octopus, why did the octopus beat the shark in the fight? Why did the octopus beat the shark in the fight? Because it had eight tentacles. You're <laughs> close. You're close. Because it was well-armed. Yeah. Why do scuba divers fall backwards into the water? Because it looked funny falling forwards. I don't know. Because if they fell forwards, they'd be, they'd still be in the boat. Oh. <laughs> okay. I, I'll give you credit for that one. Yeah. All right. Go ahead. Okay. Hey, uh, we we don't refer <laughs> we don't refer to animals' legs as arms because then some species would have the right to bear arms. Oh man! And and did I ever did I ever tell you about my fear of elevators? No, um, I'm terrified of elevators. But 
I'll be taking steps to avoid them. Yeah, I feel like there's something in my shoe. It's your foot. I'm pretty sure it's a foot. <laughs> I didn't think that was a joke. Yeah, that was my joke. Thanks for ruining it. How much does a hipster weigh? A hipster? I don't know. How much does a hipster weigh? An Instagram. You know what? Whether you like it or not, I'm doing it, okay? How do you make a hanky dance? How do you make a... Uh, you put a little boogie in you it. You do put a little boogie in it. You got another one over there? Got a boogie. I don't at the moment, but I will shortly. <laughs> okay. This one has got me Would good. you like to share that with us? Milk is the fastest liquid on earth. It's pasteurized before you've even seen it. Yeah. Pasteurized? Yeah, I got it. all right how can you tell if an ant is a boy or a girl um boy ants buoyancy i don't know how can you tell if an ant is a boy or a girl they're all girls otherwise they'd be uncles Uh-huh. Okay, I'm going to burn that book before next week. <laughs> where, Mike, here's one. Do you know where you can get chicken broth in bulk? No, where can you get chicken broth, broth in bulk? <laughs> the stock market. <laughs> Oh, my. <laughs> oh, I didn't mean to push that again. Okay, I think I'm done. I, I, I think I think. Oh, wait, here's one. We'll leave, we'll leave everybody on this one. What do you call a fish with no eyes? Uh, blind? No. <laughs> with that, folks, our uh, entertainment portion of this program is over. Um, Joey, would you like to say goodbye? <laughs> goodbye, everybody. <laughs> Until next time, thank you for listening to the Marology Podcast. Be nice, be kind. Others are fighting a battle you may not even know about.